You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up in War Eagle, War Report family? It's your guy, Ike Jones. We are here. Janai Broom has made the decision. He wants to test the waters in the NBA. You know we had to come in here and talk about it. Right here, War Report style. Y'all know how we do. Let's drop it on them. Now, now listening to, listening to the war Yes, indeed. Morning drop style. We are here Wednesday morning, April 19th. Your guy, Ike Jones, Mike G in here. Mm-hmm. Talking a little more basketball this morning. Janai Broom with the surprise announcement via his IG. Mike G, how you feeling this morning, man? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Listen, Janai uh, is... Um, trying to see what he's got at the next level. I don't think this is abnormal. Uh, and uh, good film, but listen, bro, come on back. <laughs> <laughs> we come definitely back. want him to come back. But, you know, you guys are watching the morning drop here, keeping you guys calm during these tumultuous and turbulent times of the offseason <laughs> and the transfer portal. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, listen, uh, <laughs> actually... Uh, it was a bit of uh, excitement and what was kind of a slow weekend for the portal opening, I think, uh, on the football end. So, uh, you know, hopefully there'll be some news coming here. But yeah. So, yeah. Jedi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. This is I- I've seen a lot of people reacting and saying, oh, this isn't a big deal. He's definitely coming back. He's definitely coming back. Um, I think it's likely he comes back. Right. I don't know that it's definite, though. Like, I think people forget Janai Broom thought about going to the NBA before he transferred to Auburn. So another year where he makes, then goes and makes second team All-SEC in his first season, it's not guaranteed he's coming back. It's not guaranteed he's going to the NBA, but it's not guaranteed he returns to Auburn. I think it's it's not as as cut and dry as people are making it out to be. Well, what are his options, right? Like, you know, um, is the G League an option for him? Uh, yeah, I don't see going overseas as an option for him. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a reason to make this decision in the age of NIL unless you know you can. I don't know, man. He, I feel like he can I, I can give you one stop. really good reason to make this decision. In the okay, age of NIL. You don't have to go to class. Okay, well, they, there's that. Uh, yeah. Do they have to go to class now? Uh, but, <laughs> but I, you have to maintain uh, some sort of academic uh, eligibility. That is not a thing in a professional yeah. league overseas. They don't care. Right, yeah. I just think um, on the victory, go on and drop that bag. Jedi, uh, uh, you know, this is, we, we saw um, Bryce Brown do this. Uh, I mean, we've seen a lot of high-profile players do this over the years yeah. just to see where they stand. And it's not that dissimilar from what happens in football when guys submit their name to get some kind of evaluation from the NFL to say, hey, where do you think I'll land? You know, the uh, advice has always been, hey, man, second, maybe third round. If you get a third-round evaluation, maybe go back to school because after the second round, uh, there are no guarantees in this life right. <laughs> that you will get drafted. So we've seen a lot of guys with third-round aspirations not get drafted at all. And that's the situation that Janai doesn't want to get caught in. I, this is one of those things where you hope the people in their ear advising them are saying the right things. Right. Because it's a lot of do- overconfident people who thought, yeah, I'm going to make that jump. I'm going to bet on myself. 
could have benefited from another year in college. They make that jump and end up ruining their whole career. Right. So, you know, hopefully that's not the case. That's not what's happening here. But I hope that he's getting good counsel in this regard. Yeah, and I, I do think that um, it's something that Coach Pearl encourages his players to do. Mm-hmm. Dylan Cardwell did it last year. That's Alan right. Flanagan did it last year. Both of them went to see, you know, hey, where do I stack up against these guys? Both of them decided to come back. So I don't think that he's ever standing in a young man's way. Listen, I, you know, he didn't want JT Thor to go, to declare for the draft. JT Thor was ambitious that he wanted to go out there and do it. Mm-hmm. He's in the NBA, but JT Thor probably should have still been at Auburn for another year or so to develop. And, you know, in the age of NIL, JT Thor probably does stay, right? He, um, he definitely could have used it. Yeah. But um, but I don't, you know, I, I, I am one of those people who agrees that I don't know that Janai Broom gets drafted into the NBA, but I'm also not on the side of people who say it's guaranteed that uh, he's coming back. We don't have to worry about it. And here's why it's a problem, right? This is why it's a bigger problem for me than what people are making it out to be. Because him being on the roster, keeping his eligibility, means that they can't be aggressive in the portal to backfill him immediately. Yeah. Roster spot open for him. And if at the last hour he's like, yeah, no NBA, but I'm going to go overseas and play pro ball, Auburn's down a roster spot for a guy that's pretty crucial for what they want to do next season. Uh, that was a, I was on a radio show with my good friend Ben Taylor this morning, and this was something that we talked about, right? It was, if you're trying to figure out what the construct of your roster is going to look like, mm-hmm. and you know, you hope it's not a situation where he's kind of holding them hostage, Ike, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what he's going to do, and they're trying to figure out who they want to go after. Um, you know, Basketball is a little different, I feel, when it comes to the portal during this this uh, see, there's a lot of good kids. There's a lot of good kids you can go after a portal because people don't have as many roster spots to fill. Right, right on the basketball end. So you want to be first, uh, first to right. the key, right? If you're if you're going after uh, gems in the portal, the basketball end. So I I think Janai, I would hope. I'm going to assume. <laughs> I'm going to assume Janai talked this through with Coach Pearl. Yeah. Uh, about what his plans are. I mean, are. his 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 yeah. graphic said that he talks with the team and his family, right? So I'm assuming that and that Bruce, was a conversation with Coach. Yeah. Bruce uh, Bruce tweeted out about it. I don't know if mm-hmm. you saw his tweet. But, I did not see Bruce's tweet. Yeah, uh, but, you know, Bruce tweeted out about, about about this, which, you know, furthered me thinking, you know, they, they're on the same page. He he retweeted um, Justin Hokinson's uh, graphic that he, they pulled from his Instagram. And he said, don't think for one second he can't play in the NBA. This day or next, it's going to happen. If it's not today, he will come back to Auburn and be a problem for the rest of the league. That statement makes me think they're yeah. on the same page about whatever it is he's doing right now. So he'll test the waters it, and he'll see. That that does sound very encouraging from Coach Pearl about the plan is NBA or Auburn, right? So, right. you know, so hopefully he doesn't get out there again and thinks to himself, man, I could just go play because this that's essentially the decision that Wendell Green made, right? Which right. is, man, I can go play pro overseas, right? Like, I'll, I'll see what the NBA has to offer if I don't do that. Wendell is not coming back, right? Like, he didn't do the whole, I'm keeping my eligibility open, not yeah. signing with the agent. Wendell's like, man, I'll holla at y'all, bro. Pro or bust for me. So uh, he's going to be playing on someone's professional team somewhere next season. Please believe Wendell Green is not going to be sitting at the house next year. He's going to be G League 
or overseas or something. And hopefully, you know, with what Coach Pearl is saying uh, about Janai, his decision is test the waters in the NBA. If it doesn't look like it's going to happen, I'm going to come back to Auburn next season. Yeah, I think that what we've seen is is that when it when this decision is clear, Coach Pearl's always encouraged the players to go. Mm-hmm. Right when you know, I remember him talking about Isaac Okoro. He said it wasn't even a discussion. Right, we asked him the question. Hey, it wasn't even a discussion. You're not playing basketball here at the at the college level ever again. You're going pro. Yeah. Uh, he was a top five pick, and I'm about saying it worked out really well for a coral. Yeah. Right, so um, I don't think that's the conversation that was had with Janai. So uh, you know, I think Coach Furl knows where he's at, and his statement. He said whether it's here. I think he believes that if Janai decides it, he can be successful either way. But, you know, you got to think that he prefers for him to come back. Got, you know, stopping roster turnover and attrition every year. And at some point, you just want to have a team with some experience and some veterans and some guys who know your system and your expectations and right. they return. Because what we're seeing is those type of teams have been beating Auburn in the tournament. Uh, the Jabari Walker class, they got beat by kind of junior, senior-laden Miami team. Right. Them team came back the next year and made a really deep run in the NCAA. It went even further. <laughs> so yeah. I just think Bruce Pearl is looking like, you know, hey, man, it would be nice if some of my stars, and make no mistake, Janai Broom is a star for him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll stay around for a couple of years so that we can continue the build and then backfill for recruiting. So. You know, a portal is nice, but I still think the hallmark of a good program is built, you know, is is, is recruiting and building yeah. through recruiting. So, you know, you got to be able to do that. And part of recruiting is convincing guys that are on your team to come back for yeah. the recruiting process. Yeah, absolutely. Re- re- internal recruiting in the age of the portal, how it is today, is crucial and it's a lifeblood of your program. Mm. I would say that consistency is necessary because not just from a standpoint of, like your stars, but like your role players too, mm-hmm. right? Like you you don't need guys like Chris Moore transferring out of your program. You don't need guys like, as much as people are saying goofy stuff like this on the internet, you don't need Dylan Cardwell transferring. Like he's not going to be a guy that will necessarily like be a double-double guy, but he's a good glue guy for your team, right? We missed Dylan Cardwell that first trip to Tennessee. That trip right. to Tennessee that we we lost that game by three points. Mm-hmm. We missed Dylan Cardwell that game because Janai Broom was in foul trouble. We didn't have the big men necessary. You need the bodies to be able to go out there. So everything's not just about having star players. But to your point, you want your star players to return so that you can have a foundation to build off of. Let me put this into perspective for people. Mm. The team that everybody was super excited about in Israel started Wendell Green, Zepp Jasper, Janai Broom, Jalen Williams, and I don't believe Chris Moore was – Chris Moore was starting that out there, right? Yeah. The starting lineup, if Janai Broom doesn't come back, will not include potentially three of those five guys. Yeah. We, we know Wendell's not coming back. Jalen hasn't definitively said if he's coming back. Janai has now declared for the NBA. The sixth man on that team was Alan Flanagan. We don't know if he's coming back. Mm. So it could be a drastically different roster. Now, for some people, yay, that's great. We needed an overhaul. You don't know what you're going to get in return for that yet, right? Right. And the tentative nature of Janai, Jalen, and Allen puts you in a place where 
you don't even know how much t- turnover you're actually going to have at this point in time. You don't, you don't have the first clue because they still have a scholarship. And in order to get a quality player, you got to give them a scholar. They ain't coming to mm. walk on at Auburn. Mm. It makes the relationship between coach and player so important. Uh, because we may not go, know, know what's going on as fans, but as long as they're communicating that to their coach and, yeah. you know, he's got a good relationship and they're not leaving in a disgruntled way, I'm not sure how much of this conversation Wendell had with Bruce. Uh, yeah. It sounds like he maybe just conferred with his family and they decided to do what they're going to do. Um, but you hope that it's more of the opposite where, you know, it's the Janais, it's the Okoros, it's the Jabaris, it's the Walkers, where they discuss it because Walker was one that was actually kind of on the fence a little bit about mm-hmm. whether he wanted to go pro or come back, right? I think, again, Bruce would have preferred him to return for another year. Um, I don't know if they go after Janai if Walker returns still. Yeah, uh, I doubt it. I yeah, doubt it. but I don't think they have the, the I mean, Janai wants to be, he wanted to be a focal point. Right. Walker Kessler definitely would have been a focal yeah. point of the offense coming back. Yeah, leaving, you know, clear some space for that. But uh, make no mistake, Based on how Walker Kessler is doing now in the NBA, Bruce would have loved for him to come back. That sure. worked out. And he said the same thing about Walker. He actually he intimated that he felt, in comparison to Chet Holmgren, that Walker held, holds up pretty well. Yeah. And that has bared himself out. Listen, man, by the numbers, I read something. He's, de- he's rookie of the year. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, uh, he had one quality. vote for Rookie of the Year yeah. uh, this season. Uh, listen, Walker Kessler had an amazing rookie mm-hmm. campaign. I think he was probably the most unexpected rookie performer this season. But listen, man, Auburn fans could have told you the guy's a beast. He's going to block a bunch of shots, and he's going to just get you dirty buckets because that's what he does. I didn't even mention, I'm sitting here thinking about last year's team. I didn't even mention the fact that we were over the moon about Johan Treor and Chance Westry's potential for this. Like, like, think about that again. Wendell Green, if if all of the guys mm. who could leave this team leave, Wendell Green, Janai Broom, Chance Westry, Yoan Treor, Alan Flanagan, Jalen Williams, and you go back and think about how we thought about this team in Israel, and those six guys could potentially not be here, you're having mm. a completely different roster conversation at this point in time. That's right. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy to think about how different it is, not even a, a, a full calendar year later, how this Auburn roster could look going into the next season. Yeah. But, yeah. Like I said, Bruce has just got to have a handle on it uh, and you know, have the relationship with He's, he's going to earn know. his check this offseason for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely going to earn his check this offseason. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from the War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. Now here's the rest of your Morning Drop. We are going to head to the comments section and see what you guys are saying in regard to all of this. Uh, We're going to start it off with our guy, Ben Bloodworth, who jumps in and says, this feels like a mistake. Wow. Well, well, I mean. Coming out blazing with it. Only only if he leaves, right? Because it's not guaranteed that he's leaving Ben. He's just, he's trying to see where he lands. And what they think of. is Is it a mistake if he doesn't go back to Auburn and he goes and plays overseas? Is that a mistake? God, I think that's subjective, man. I think that's the only question we'll be able to, to answer in hindsight. 
Right. So, That's I true. mean, if he doesn't make I, it I to wonder, the league. Like, what, is, what is the higher likelihood of making the leap to the NBA? Staying in the NCAA and having a prolific junior year for him or playing a year overseas as a professional? Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I just think with how college basketball is covered here, I would lean staying at Auburn and playing another year at a high-profile program, knowing a conference that has been putting uh, uh, doing pretty well at putting teams into the NCAA tournament. So, um, you know, that is a stage like no other, mm-hmm. I think. And if you are trying to boost, boost your draft stock, deep runs in the tournament will definitely get you on some draft boards. Right now, he's not on anybody's draft board. So, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it's still curious that he even wants. I mean, going wanting to go through the process, I think is is good for most of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am very happy though that he decided to maintain his eligibility. It did, didn't just decide to flounder out there and let me, me shoot a shot. Yeah, man, send the paperwork in. Don't sign with an agent. Come on back. And we're coming up on the deadline for guys to declare, right? So we're gonna know definitively about a couple more guys here. I think it's either uh, uh, Sunday or Monday. Is it? Okay. All yeah, right. it's coming up pretty soon. So we're going to know whether or not Jay Will and Flanagan uh, decide to to do their declarations coming up soon. So we'll see. Seahall uh, jumps in and said, needs another year and a consistent mid-range. This is another thing. Uh, developing some sort of jump shot as a big man. Really important in today's game. Uh, now, he started that. We saw shades of that last season. He started to take threes. Um, and when he hit a, after he hit a couple, the offense opened up quite a bit. Uh, he was drawing big men out of the paint and making good passes out in the double teams. I just, I think that, um, but to your point, can he go develop a mid-range in the G League or, you know, overseas as well, too? Because ultimately the goal is to make it to the NBA. Uh, I don't know, but like either, either way, more time before the pros to develop your game and come in a more polished product would not be a bad thing. Yeah, nope, de- definitely agree with that. Chris Sanders jumps in and says, I think Janai pulls back up to the planes. He's doing what he should do, getting an evaluation of his talent to the next level. Agreed, agreed, Chris. Uh, ben Bloodworth jumps back in. Still don't understand the double standard for NBA versus NFL in regards to declaring for the draft and being eligible to come back to the NCAA if not drafted. Well, you can't. You can't go through the draft, I don't think. Like, you can't. Yeah, you have to withdraw your yeah, name. Yeah, withdraw your name from the draft in, in, in both leagues, right? Like, yeah. so before, it's about so you can't sign an agent and right. you have to withdraw your name from the draft before the uh, there's like a deadline to withdraw from the draft. So yeah. I think it's it's consistent across both of those about what the criteria is. I will say this though in um, college football teams are a lot less likely to want you to go through this process, right? Like it's it's a lot less likely for a football player to say, hey, I'm going to test the waters and their, te- their team be like, all right, cool. We'll see you back here in a couple of weeks because there's so many more rounds to the NFL draft, right? And so like the likelihood that you could get drafted is a lot higher, even though there's a lot more players. If you think you're draft worthy and then you could still get an undrafted free. So like a lot of teams are like, hey man, if you want to go, like, go ahead and let us know now so we can fill your spot uh, with with the, uh, the the football side of things. And I, I think basketball is probably going to start moving in that direction, to be honest with you guys. The way the transfer portal is now. Have you guys seen how many people are declaring for the transfer portal in basketball? It's nuts. Yeah, it's a lot. So, and, and it's not, 
it's not bottom of the barrel guys. Like it's some guys like I mean, look at the, the women. I just saw what's the, the 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 young lady from Louisville that was like one of the best players in college basketball last year went in and, and declared for the transfer. Like it's not always people who don't like, well, they probably wouldn't have been, uh, you know, a rotational player or something when they want to try. No, like basketball, it'd be some dudes out there in the portal, man. Yeah. And so if you miss on a guy because somebody's holding a roster spot hostage, that hurts your program. So it's different conversations with basketball for sure, because the roster spots are so much more t- like you have to be able to seize those moments a little bit better. But you have to pull your name out of consideration if you plan on by the deadline, if you plan on returning to school. For sure. Uh, Steve Radley jumps in and says, as long as he doesn't sign with an agent, he should be fine coming back if it doesn't work out. That's exactly what we were just talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, Chris Sanders asks, does he get drafted if he declares? Never a bad thing to see our players go into the draft. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's likely, man. Like, uh, likely I haven't right looked at who all is eligible for the NBA draft right now and what players have declared. Uh, I don't see it as a high likelihood for him just looking at like just looking at the conference, right? Like right. you got guys like uh, Tolu Smith. I don't think he's coming back to Mississippi State. I think he's going to the draft. So, you know, just in the conference alone for a, a center, I, uh, Colin Castleton is going to be out there in the draft for guys who would be eligible for the draft that are in the same position for as him i think he'd be like fourth or fifth on, on most people's list of people that uh they would want to draft uh so i don't think it's likely that he gets drafted but again to chris's point it doesn't hurt to see it happen right if he does happen to go second round to somebody that's a great feather in the cap for bruce pearl again about being able to put another guy in the league mm. so on the off chance christian crawford says did Bruce misused Johan. I think so. It's like he could never get into a rhythm and barely got the ball. Um, I think it's more likely that Johan was more of a project uh, than he should have been for a five-star, right? Like if college basketball, five-star talents come in and they play immediately. And that was never the case with Johan. So well, I, th- I think it's more likely that he was misevaluated and whoever he goes to that they're getting a project as well too i doubt you yeah. see johan tear it up next year right yeah, like, i don't i don't i mean so johan is a guy with a ton of athletic upside but he was to, to your point he was a he was raw he was raw and it's easy to see that right like getting into a rhythm is is not just about touches sometimes sometimes it's about feel and some guys have a different feel for the game Johan didn't seem to have that feel when I watched him. Even um, when I watched him play in Israel, it seemed like, okay, he's got a ton of athleticism and a ton of ability, but I don't know. Like, I watched Chance Westry play basketball and said, oh, he's got an amazing feel for the game of basketball. He just needs to get into a rhythm. With Johan, I looked at him play and I said, super athletic, but he's got a lot of work to do Mm -hmm. before he's going to be a real contributor at this level. And that played out when it came to games. Not so much for Chance, but definitely for Johan. Uh, P-Pass says, just needed to redo the bathroom and refinish the kitchen. Don't need a new roof and carpets. Uh, Are carpets really like a... um like a big staple for homes and like, man, you know, the carpets are good in this one. I mean, uh, <laughs> the foundation. Right. As long sure. as they match yeah. the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, to your point, I, I think that it didn't, we didn't need a full roster overhaul for the basketball team. We just needed a few key pieces. 
Um, I think Denver Jones is going to be a great win. Uh, Aiden Holloway coming in as a true freshman going to be a great win. I, I'm looking forward to the uh, the resurgence uh, of postseason Trey Donaldson, yeah. right? Um, so we've got a, some good pieces, but the front court to me is really what's going to be hurting, man. If we don't get Janai back, we don't return an Allen Flanagan caliber player, we don't have Jay Will back. Our front court is decimated, man. We got a lot of work to do in the front court, so we'll see. Doug Dozier jumps in and says, Broom declaring to get evaluated is fine. If he's leaving to actually declare, then these kids are delusional. Yeah, like I said, I believe that this is more of just a let me get an official something on paper about where I'm at. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> for, you, you check your credit before you apply for a car, right? Like for car yeah. loan. So I, I think he's just checking his credit here. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I don't think that there is anything wrong for signing up for freecreditscore.com because it's not going to hurt. It's, it's, no cre- it's no dent on your credit to look at it. Yeah, got to know what's on there. Yeah, so we can check it, check it and see what's on the report and see what people are saying and being like, okay, these are the things I need to do to get my credit to a place where I can go get the car that I want, get mm-hmm. the house that I want. There's zero problem with doing this right here. Again, for me, the bigger problem is with this sort of thing, Coach Pearl and company are kind of left in limbo at what they're going to do for their starting. Maybe, maybe, because we don't know what that conversation was like. This could be a big nothing burger and Coach Pearl might already know it. But there's nothing wrong with him making public statements in support of his players doing, you know, and I think that's who he wants to be. I think he's shown himself to that. I I wish more fans would take the Coach Pearl approach, though, instead of getting online being like, ah, he's he's definitely not going to the pros. He needs it. Like, this is stupid. Why would he even think to do Mm -hmm. I, so here, here, here's the, the thing. If you want him to come back, why tell him he's not good? Why, why continue to echo these sentiments of he's not good enough to go to the pros anyway? He should just come. Like, does that feel good to hear from from your fan base? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, hey man, you're you not good enough to go to the pros. In. We want you back. Yeah, I think he can benefit from another year. Uh, you know, yeah. at this level. Um, but uh, the yeah, sentiment also, is understood. The way that you say that is has been terrible by a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, hopefully you would you would hope that <laughs> what fans are saying are not influencing these players one way or the other. Oh, I mean, I, uh, I don't think it, is, it should influence them. Right. It's still not a really great thing for you to go out there and do. Yeah, for sure. So. Haley jumps in and says, this one hurts, not gonna lie. We don't know if it's gonna hurt yet, Haley. <laughs> It hurts. It hurts now. The thought of it hurts. This is what you're trying to say. The thought of yeah. Broom leaving hurts. Um, yeah, like, I definitely was shocked, and I was like, "Wait, what? What are we? What are we doing right now? What? Uh-huh. Come on, man!" But hopefully, again, it's a big nothing. We don't have anything to worry about. We're gonna go out here, and next season we'll have the Janai Broom Show season two, and he's gonna be out there killing it. Um, but you guys, appreciate you guys dropping in with us this morning. We are mm. going to get out of here. We'll be back at you guys tonight with the Midweek Rapport. Until then, and as always, War Eagle, we're out of here. Peace.